welcome again to another episode of the Late Night Show. I'm your host Nathaniel, and uh, tonight we're going to discuss alien abductions. With me today, I have my co-host Josh. What's cracking, everybody? What's up, now? I'm good, thank you. And are you ready for uh, ready to discuss these weird uh, alien abduction stories, Josh? <laughs> alien abduction stories. All right. Um, all right. Cool. So, um, it's going to be three stories, uh, two of which um, are really, like, really crazy and seem what credible. Mm-hmm. The last one is, is a bit okay, but uh, you you pretty much don't know any of these stories, so no, it's going to take you by surprise. Yep, all three of them. Okay, cool. So, uh, let's get into it. Surprise me. Thank you once again for tuning in. So, welcome again, Josh, to the to the to the podcast. It's Thanks, uh, it's been a while. It has been. It's been a minute. Has been. Yeah, that's what I been. am. It has been. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit. So, alien abductions. Uh, mm-hmm. You. What What is your take on uh, UFOs? The I think the last one we did was um, ghost stories, and you did mention in one of your. Um, stories that you had an experience where you see you saw this light outside your house and so um, actually I didn't mention that in the ghost stories you did isn't it? no I didn't I didn't talk about that one you did in the end remember and you said it's not paranormal but it's we just put it in anyway that oh, you were outside having yep. a smoke and the one yeah all oh, that one yep yep sorry so, no that's a good too many having a stories <laughs> yeah it's okay so with your um so with the alien abductions, I've come across three stories. Mm-hmm. These are, you know, something that uh, that I take interest in. You know, UFOs one of the, yep. you know, uh, topics that I really like to talk about. What do you think is, what is your? Uh, do you, have you heard of any stories where people are claiming that they've been abducted by UFOs? And you know, well, man, back must have been back when I was like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen during those early years. I used to, I, I fell down a rabbit hole of it, you know, so I've been, I, I've read a couple of stories, some which are credible, most of which sound like hoaxes or people trying to grab attention. Correct. Um, so once I started coming across more and more stories that just seemed too good to be true, I was just like, ah, nix it there, yeah. you know, and I stopped for a long time and then. It came to the point where I was just like, did any of these abductions really happen? Like, am I going to put the, like, am I going to put the work in to figure out whether they did? Like, I'm sure there are people out there who have like trailer parks full of like information and they'll be like, yeah, but look at this. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because um, the the concept of alien abductions just sounds... Like doesn't <clears throat> like it doesn't sound like something. Well, exactly. It's not. You know I mean? It's not something that's like I'm sure extraterrestrial life exists. Okay. That much is true. As to whether they go as far as wanting to like poke and prod at people. Yeah. Like I would understand it if there was, like, obviously they're probably doing it for scientific data, but I'm not. I'm not like. No, they're real. 
Okay. These abductions really did happen. Yeah. You know, like there were adoption. They did a, a abductions on cows and shit. And I'm like, did they though? Yeah. So the three stories that I have clearly, um, you're someone who believes that life like that exists, but you know, life beyond our universe exists. But mm-hmm. um, with alien abductions, there's these three stories. The first one is um, like the grandfather of all these stories, mm-hmm. and one of the most. Um, talked about incidents of uh, alien abduction oh yeah so um uh this this story is um about uh, have you heard about uh, bani and uh, betty no okay so now sounds like cat dog <laughs> <laughs> no, no so so betty and bani mm-hmm. okay these are uh, this is a um, couple back in the I'm pretty sure it's uh, 1961 okay so now mm-hmm. what happens is uh, Betty and Barney now the background is that uh, in the 1960s Betty and Barney are a inter- interracial couple so this is going to probably be uh, it's it's not a big thing clearly not now but back in the day we're talking 80s this is 60s bro oh 60s shit so this would have been before the before segregation Oh no this would have been during the whole segregation shit thing. Yeah and so you know, they they did have a lot of yeah unwanted attention as well on them. Mm. The reason why I brought this up is because it may play a big role in why the story came up. Okay? Oh. Yeah okay anyway. Okay. So the story begins where um, now Betty and Barney okay they were um, driving okay? And so what happens is they they're in uh, I think it's where, where where was this based again sorry Yeah so this they, they this is New Hampshire in sure. yeah. Okay cool, cool So what what's happening here is that uh, Betty and Barney are driving on this road that mm-hmm. they drive always right mm-hmm. they all the, they they take that particular road all the time so they're driving one night Now what happens is when they take this road to go mm-hmm. back to go home they reach home before i mean they 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 reach home but they have they don't know what happened during the journey because they don't remember most of it it's like missing time yeah but that i mean i'm not too sure about the 60s but i don't, and i don't know about you but i know for me sometimes i'll be leaving work and then all of a sudden i'm on armadale road and i'm like how did i get here yeah like i, mean, I just don't know It is missing time in this is mostly like it seems like it seemed to them like it was it was longer. So it's not like it it seemed like so it the was duration of the drive that they seemed longer. Yeah. But this is a route that they that they're super familiar with Absolutely. because they have to do it Absolutely. like say on a daily basis or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it seemed like really longer, okay? So what happens is now they reach home they mm-hmm. they're going home and then they reach home and they they're like man this this particular journey took longer than you know what it does on you know regular basis like whatever they do mm-hmm. that they're taking that road now what happened is now what happens is that they reach their destination they reach yep. home and um now they don't make much of it they go to sleep mm-hmm. now they start getting flashbacks of that missing time like they start getting like we have thoughts in their heads and you know betty starts she starts to recollect some people you know some f- lights and all sorts of mm-hmm. things right now bani on the other hand this guy suddenly develops um 
PTSD. Overnight. PTSD of what? Yeah, just post-traumatic stress. He doesn't know what it is. He just develops it. Just starts getting scared of things and starts yeah, becoming more fearful is- and you know what I mean? So he doesn't know what it is. So what happens is mm-hmm. So basically what happens is that they think that something is gone wrong. So they mm-hmm. go back to on that ro- route. So mm-hmm. they're driving back on that that road. Yeah. So when they're driving back, they go to that spot where they apparently think that you know they don't remember anything after that. Mm-hmm. So they go there and they suddenly start remembering things because you know how you if you've been through a you know like a like a situation you know and you want to remember that you go back to that area or that spot mm-hmm. where it happened and start to recollect yeah try something. to try to recollect recollect right mm-hmm. and so this particular um uh, so they uh, Betty and Bunny they go to that spot and they start rec- recollecting stuff mm-hmm. but not like completely so what they do is they don't know what's going on and so they go to this doctor right now this doctor says okay we're going to do hypnosis on you okay and so um this doctor pretty much um you know ta- talks to Betty and you know does his hypnosis therapy and mm-hmm. then she starts to just you know in a very distressing voice and I'll I'll play a clip mm-hmm. right after this um the the voice of uh, Betty during that hypnosis right mm-hmm. um I'll let you listen to that clip and then we'll get back okay. we'll come back to the conversation yeah, okay sounds good The object was on the ground. Yeah. I think it was the same when I was watching in the sky. And it was... There were trees, and there was a path, and there was this clearing. And this object just... Oh, the clearing I could see just about filled up. Filled up the clearing. And... They're taking me up to the object. Now, I don't want to go on it. I don't want to... I don't know what's going to happen if I go on it. I don't want to go. So if you listen to a voice, it's pretty distressing and uh, in shock. And yeah. it, a lot of people who have listened to that clip do... That, that's why they, they, they're known as the credible... a credible source of you know because this was uh, they going through hypnosis now what happened is i forgot to mention that when they got home they mm-hmm. actually saw her 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 dress was torn and mm-hmm. her husband's shoes was pretty badly scraped yep. and um, they didn't know what what happened and that's when they wanted to see this doctor and get you know hypnosis yep so what happens is when they when the doctor starts his hypnosis she starts to recollect all this like crazy things that happened to them during that incident mm-hmm. okay and uh, the the weird thing is that when they when they had initially reached home their watches had stopped as well so their their watches on both their hands had completely stopped what yeah so it just stopped working now technically they could be i mean we we will come to the conclusion anyways of what we think would have happened mm-hmm. but um anyway so uh, this pretty much now so when they were going through this hypnosis mm-hmm. they started uh the the story started becoming more clearer mm-hmm. so they were driving what happens is when they when they're driving they see this beam of light following yep. them 
on this lonesome night you know in this crazy this very lonely highway and so they see this beam of light and mm-hmm. what happens is the beam of light goes in front of them and they see people standing like images okay. of people men standing yep and so these men so bani stops his car and so he's stopping but according to betty she wasn't scared or anything she she just thought that someone's car's broken down or uh, someone's just you know wanting some help of course come on betty <laughs> so yeah i mean you would think so isn't it like well no i see people on the road and i'm like get off get the road or you're going to get hit yeah yeah uh, true but when she says this especially I mean, on some spooky is that yeah there are certain things that she says it does make you doubt the story mm-hmm. one of them is this you know so she apparently she wasn't scared so what happens these people start approaching the car now when they start approaching the car that's when betty starts to get a little scared mm-hmm. so what happens is something happens and these people just try to get into the car and betty opens the car and starts to run towards the forest bro you, firstly you don't know over the car but come on the betty 60s, that's I'm, like i'm pretty sure they didn't have like central locking i'm pretty sure like yeah but they could also have common sense just turn over the car <laughs> just drive away yeah but she didn't whatever well, happened a strange and she left her husband age. behind yeah know? like man just had to fend for himself he's just like betty come back and she's like everybody fend for yourself <laughs> Like he's like I married her. The story went from like serious alien abduction to like <laughs> to like how can problem, this woman like just like family problems. Yeah, yeah, straight up like how you, till death do us part. You're going to die anyway. This is what Betty was saying as she was, was running into the fucking forest. Yeah. What a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so she went running and then she these people caught up to her. they nabbed her they nabbed mm-hmm. uh, bani at the same time and they dragged him up this ramp that he that the audio clip that you heard bani mm-hmm. saying you know so apparently they took her in and they 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 could picture them in these examination rooms mm-hmm. most of these alien story alien abduction stories are that people uh, report to be on this examination table yep. uh, you know with these people just putting probes up typical typical sci-fi bullshit yeah typical sci-fi Now um so what happens is so Betty remembers some people you know over her trying to you know examine her skeletal is it skeletal skeletal structure it depends on how you want to say it like skeletal? I would be like it's a skeletal skeletal some people say skeletal um some people say skeletal oh yeah um, skeletal I'll, I'll just, stick with skeletal it sounds okay. kind of dope yeah So it with her like skeletal a skeleton structure, puppet skeleton <laughs> <laughs> so with her skeletal structure pretty much so she, she they they're very curious about her skeletal structure how mm-hmm. the body works and how it just curious mm-hmm. you know and then uh, apparently they uh, took scrapings of her skin and stuff oh jesus yeah did betty have any scars so yeah that i'm pretty sure she so when she went for an examination and stuff apparently they didn't You know what I mean? So I don't know if they so had what, the did they like to... scrape the tissue off and then like repair the tissue as well. Could be. Could be. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, could be. But anyway, there's so, not um, enough drugs in my system for this story. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the 60s, so you don't know if yeah, they're exactly. high on something. Exactly. It's the 60s. Everybody was high on something. Yeah, but let's let's play. Let's see where the story goes because the hypnosis therapy was pretty <sighs> scary. 
because mm-hmm. if you see and I'll try to put in some clips uh where she actually sounds really terrifying mm-hmm. like she just starts screaming you know so yep. she doesn't want to live that experience again so oh, what happens Betty's in for a shock when she finds out she's been to hypnotherapy yeah yeah <laughs> and then, and, but I think that that's where they used to you know um that's all i think that that was the mean means through which they would um you know try to well that was the only way they could probably recollect their memory like yeah. that's that's yeah. probably the only way they could find out what happened correct so i mean this is pretty much it the story is pretty much it so they they look like they were taken barney's de- develops um PTSD. you know PTSD. betty has these weird flashbacks mm-hmm. of you know things happening to her and during the hypnosis it all comes out mm-hmm. now there were a couple of like lie detectors done mm-hmm. some were inconclusive some were uh, true okay so it did come as true in some but some were inconclusive and most of them used to be like that i think yeah okay so pretty much that's the story so what do you think <clears throat> do you think that this is our story like i mean anything can happen in the 60s right like government was doing shit back then as well you know like what what was the location new hampshire oh that's right doy we already went over this um, yeah. i'm as dumb as paint tonight everybody um okay so new hampshire i mean sure it's plausible i guess like the reason why i think it's it is because they didn't gain much from it from the story if if you think that it's like to do with attention seeking right mm. they didn't get gain much from it and most of these stories they i don't think they gain much from it but apart from being called lunatics like loonies mm. you know what i mean like they so they you don't fact, think you don't think LSD would have had a card to play in this i think so but these are like really uh, good members of the society i'm not, i'm not saying that people who do LSD are not good members of the society you know but yeah. these this couple is like i said they go oh, through a lot of no, now coming back to them being interracial right so yeah, i've heard in reports that they were going through a lot of trouble mm-hmm. is this their way of you know getting out there and making their relationship seem uh, sympathetic in in the eyes of people you know that's why they use the story oh, as oh yeah yeah tr- yeah i get yeah, what so you mean it could be something uh, that this this is something that came to my mind as well maybe they were trying to because apparently back then interracial marriages were not that big segregation was a very big thing exactly. and uh seeing a black person with a white person was not allowed at that not time not allowed at that time so that could be one of the you know reasons why but apparently could be. going a little more deeper into the story is that mm-hmm. to me i don't really know if it's true or not mm-hmm. but the fact that uh you know this alien abductions were not that common back then mm-hmm. so not many people spoke about you know being taken up in in a spacecraft being probed and stuff like that you know and so um and then sent back down and then they've got this missing time so their timeline seems to match mm-hmm. it it you know matches whatever they yeah, but for how long were they gone but think about their clothes and stuff why why do you think her her dress was torn in places that they think that they were probed at bro she just ran through the woods Yeah, could be. So do you think that they were Shit probably Shit could be caught on branches, bro. Yeah, but do you think that they were probably not abducted by aliens, but abducted by some someone people? that just wanted to stick a finger somewhere? 
<laughs> Sorry, Betty, but like, nah. you know, like, because there's, there's many plausible <laughs> things. <laughs> there's many plausible reasons that could have happened. Just, you know? just like a cosplay, like wearing yeah, like sure. weird costumes and just throwing yeah, people. Yeah, just <laughs> like running around. It's the fucking 60s. You're just like, man, I want my eyes to match my high. <laughs> like, so you just stick on big fucking glasses and you just run around. You're like high as shit. Just like I wonder if I can scare Betty tonight, guys. They're like, all right, let's see what we can do. We'll chase her through the woods. <laughs> you know, now, like who the fuck knows? Now, apparently, what happened is with Betty and Barney as well. It's not the same room that they were examined mm. in. So when they were taken to the spacecraft, they were examined in separate rooms. Yeah. See, what makes it, especially to me, a bit more thing is like. Oh, all right, so what I'm what is confused. the thing? What does it make you think? So it's credible or not not credible? Hard to say. Very hard to say. It's like body did nothing. Body didn't try to fight. What did they do? Did they like just shoot a track dart at him? No. So apparently, Bonnie would have like we don't know that part of the struggle. So oh, was is it he... because of Bonnie's PTSD that we don't know what exactly? Happened? So why did he do, you know develop? Like how? Pain? Okay, yeah, no, it's fine. Like. It's a good question to ask why he did develop the PTSD. But, like, even being under hypnosis, if Betty was so forthcoming with a lot of the recollection and yep. the information, why wasn't, why didn't Barney be like, I saw these people, I thought they needed help, they tried to pull me out of my car, I struggled. So I'm pretty sure he does, though. Like, oh, I'm does. pretty sure there, okay. are, there are instances where he's... Uh, gone through hypnosis as well and he's said a side of the story mm-hmm. and one particular clip that is really scary is Barney's clip as well yeah. so I'll, I'll put it right now mm-hmm. and uh, so let, let's just listen to that and then we'll get back to yeah. the, the okay. story I, I did not but I know this this creature, this leader, is telling me something. He's telling you something. How? How is he getting it to you? I can see it in his face. Do you see his lips move? Yes. No, his lips aren't moving. Yes, go on. He's telling you. He's looking at me. What did he tell you? Stay there and keep looking. Just keep looking and stay there. And just keep looking. Just keep looking. Could you hear each other? Oh, I gotta pull these binoculars away from my eyes. Because if I don't, I'll just keep staying there. Could you hear him tell you this? Oh, no. He didn't say it. You felt he said it. I know. You know he said it. There, yeah. Just stay there, he's saying to me. It's all right. I'll take you my head. Just all right. Pull all the binoculars right. away. God, give me strength. All right. All pull right. them down. Run. Pull the binoculars down and run. God. If there's a God, give me strength. I gotta get away. Oh. Oh. Right. Right. Get away, All right. Calm down. Calm down. I'm trying to get away. So that was pretty much 
the clip of uh, you know Bani and Barry being absolutely distressed with their hypnosis mm-hmm. so um the other thing is that like we just we just saw and i just showed you as well that uh, in new hampshire where this happened they've mm-hmm. actually there's a board that says bani you know betty and bani hills uh, abduction yeah you know uh, yeah, yeah. Like a, talks like a about board. the incident yeah like the two lost hours and stuff so mm-hmm. um now like we were also reading that um like i was also showing you that there's not like staunch uh, proof that yep. this has happened so no one really knows apart from betty bani and the and the doctor probably the aliens if they were involved yeah and so the thing the problem is that um there has never been a very less or rather no incident before this so why mm-hmm. would they come up with stories like this mm-hmm. okay so yep. now betty i've i've heard this in another kind of interview or like a podcast or something mm-hmm. where they say that betty was really interested in the star systems so she was really good with the star system mhm okay okay so she would always talk about astrological astronomical stuff oh okay so was it like an active imagination that she dragged her husband into to gain this particular attention or because she like like i said But like how far did this blow them up like did them coming out and being like oh no we were touched by aliens like get them big? a lot of clout or yeah i mean if you have an official board by the government put up on the new hampshire uh, highway you know they I they could have gotten a lot of but i think like it didn't get them a lot of money or a lot of apart from un- unwanted attention mm-hmm. from people who are skeptics who are probably calling them yeah. crazy or people who are believers and are camping outside their house or people who are racist and just like trying to stop this exactly. betty and barney being a thing being together yeah mm. yeah anyway so uh, there's another story that happened in so this is the first pretty much first incident of alien abduction right mm-hmm. the other story happened in 1975 oh yeah now this story is about travis walton mm mm-hmm. Now Travis Walton is a logger. So mm-hmm. he he and his group of friends are logging cutting wood in mm-hmm. uh, I think in the forest of Arizona, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so uh all of these guys are really tough guys. They're oh, loggers. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they Yeah, they're they're like testosterone really through the roof. Oh, tough, please. Yeah. I ship like myself you. from like any spider <laughs> or flying insect. I don't go out. Like the minute hits it hits 10 o'clock in the morning and I start seeing bugs out, I'm like, "No, nah, that's dangerous." <laughs> But I can picture you like a lumberjack though. Oh, like the flannel and Oh yeah, I could pull the look off. That's about it. That's it. <laughs> so as far as lumberjacking goes, I can look the part. Don't ask me to play it, but Okay. So what happens is with the Travis Walton, he and his group of friends are Listen to his name as well. Like just check that name out, Travis Walton. He wow. sounds like a lumberjack. This man like was like <laughs> like he was born and his like a lumberjack name Nathaniel, yeah. you know, a uh, charrier, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh oh, Cotton. Yeah, I mean, you you sound like a lumberjack. I sound like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Cotton. No, it's <laughs> Travis Walton. You sound man. like a like a like a author, bro. Like yeah, George, 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 that's your dad's name, sorry. Uh, yeah, George Curtis. No, <laughs> George. no, then I'll sound like an alcoholic. It's a <laughs> shots fired to my dad. Don't listen, dad. <laughs> no, his so... Uh, everyone, his dad's a lovely guy. 
I, I enjoy a couple of conversations about aliens with him too. I, wow, you'd be the first. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, Travis Walton just sounds like sounds he came like out, yeah, came he, out of the womb swinging an axe. Like yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he looks pretty, but like he looks like a tough guy as well, right? Mm. So what happens is he and his friends are obviously cutting wood, and um, what happens? Suddenly they see this golden colored metallic ufo just rise up in the forest mm-hmm. and uh so all of his friends i think they rush back to the truck mm-hmm. because they obviously terrified well, being yeah, lumberjacks be, they're terrified be yeah because they probably there in the forest for you know years doing this and then suddenly they Bro, see this yeah. metallic object just come up that doesn't look like a traditional aircraft yeah. so what happens is now travis walton is a bit of a badass right it so he, it. yeah he sounds like it it's in the name yeah and so he walks towards this aircraft yep as he walks towards this aircraft this aircraft suddenly uh shoots like this beam of light at him mm-hmm. and he just gets thrown a couple of meters into the air and he <laughs> falls unconscious mm. his friends like every other good friend would do they jump in the truck and they just run away oh yeah no so you know? really good friends absolutely so Bro, they just like they came out of the womb holding hands absolutely That's how powerful that so they're was. like any other best friend would do they just you know <laughs> jump in the truck fuck it i'm out <laughs> yeah and then just uh, Jesus. bugger off from there are these guys descendants of betty yeah betty <laughs> I'm sorry, but fuck, that was one of They're probably taking inspiration. Yeah, yeah, they're story, just you know. like... They're like, fuck, you are on your own. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, you don't want to fuck with these great people, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So, anyway, so um, what happens is they run away. Mm. When they run away, they don't know what to do. They go to the police station and they report uh, Travis Walton's mm. incident. <clears throat> Now, they go to the police station and they say that there was this aircraft and they shot, shot a beam of light or something and then... Well, whatever right mm-hmm. now when the now Travis is so obviously they they're gonna go back to the area and he's nowhere to be seen so Travis Walton is nowhere oh and uh, obviously for the next five days mm-hmm. these friends are under investigation yep. for the murder of Travis Walton uh, rough uh, I mean, what would you expect yeah I was gonna say like you ditch your friend and man goes missing and all of a sudden you're a suspect and you're like and then you talk about this a- alien aircraft <laughs> abducting him yeah no or sure. shooting a beam of light at him right so yeah. now what happens is though five days later Travis Walton reappears fully disoriented he has no clue what's going on like how disoriented are we talking like this man like has no recollection know. of his name or identity or he's, he's just disoriented like, like he doesn't remember what happened okay what so happened. he has no recollection of the last five days yeah but the 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 kick in the balls is that he thinks that it's just been two hours oh no this poor man right but it's been five days all right so the same abductees that took betty and could be but We're just Bani, like, Bani. Bani, Bani. But Bani, same person. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they just like, they literally took them for two hours. They took this man for five days and was like, let's fuck with his time. Yeah. Like his his concept of time, we're changing that. Absolutely. And so later during the time, uh, later during the conversation, we also will talk about um, a few instances where UFOs are known to bend time and bend you know mm-hmm. uh, 
the dynamics of atmosphere around them and whatever whatever may be the case so anyway so going back to travis's story so he comes back after 5 days and he explains the story and he says this is what happened now he was taken up apparently right mm-hmm. when he recollects his story he's taken up in this aircraft and they start probing trying to probe him put him in an examination room mm-hmm. okay now what happens is he sees these huge humanoid figures but they've got these enlarged heads with big eyes and they're wearing these this mustard colored uh yellow uh leather suits they sound like employees from my work <laughs> for reasons i can't tell you where i work because i signed a policy but like the mustard yellow that got me i was just like these guys are out here <laughs> yeah so they they pretty much wearing Part of my this corporation <laughs> so they they're wearing this right now because travis walton is such a tough guy mm-hmm. he fights them and oh, he runs boy. away to another room bro imagine that you're fighting aliens right yeah so what happens is when he runs to another room he's trying to look for a way to run suddenly he sees this human figure mm-hmm. like a human like a man mm-hmm. with really now according to Travis Walton he was a very good looking man Travis wasn't gay was he um I could imagine so being I a mean, lumberjack even if he was like because he mentions that these people this this man who walked towards him was exceptionally good looking and so he had this but he had this glass kind of helmet mm-hmm. on on his head and so he takes Travis and he escorts him outside the uh the aircraft and takes him to a warehouse like a like a some warehouse where there's these mm-hmm. multiple aircrafts there mm-hmm. okay and so he takes him there and they he sees two other people and one woman and they're exceptionally good looking according to them he, they according to his description uh, when he hey is it according to his description or yeah, yeah yeah according to his description these people were really their skins were like their skin was blemishless they're really good looking damn right lots of makeup so you would think that you know he's got abducted mm-hmm. he's in this notion of being abducted by these creatures and he notices their skin being blemishless you know yeah. good thing to notice though oh yeah well yeah when you get kidnapped you know you you, you you just like fantasize about your kidnappers yeah, yeah. absolutely so what they say is they <laughs> they they so what what happens is that they this take him out and they let him go mm-hmm. pretty much right so that's pretty much it now there was a movie that was made about travis walton mm-hmm. called uh the fire in the sky mm-hmm. it's pretty big he's come up with a book he's made a lot of probably made a lot of money with this mm-hmm. story travis walton's background is also there's a, there's a big bit of a backstory to him he okay. was like he was a bit of a like a I wouldn't say criminal but bit of a fugitive kind of person. Oh, okay. okay yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> he was on the run from the love. Yeah, but besides that, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that you have a background, doesn't mean that you're not going to be abducted by aliens. Oh, well, yeah, they don't discriminate. Yeah. I could imagine they would. Yeah. I they wouldn't. They'd be on you know? they'd be on race shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So what happens is this particular uh you know, this particular story what uh, this What I think is that there's two things. Obviously mm-hmm. he the description that he gives was taken to a warehouse where he sees multiple uh, aircrafts. We've mm-hmm. seen this particular uh, description in Bob Lazar's story when mm-hmm. he talks about these multiple hangars with uh, multiple aircrafts. Was yep. he taken to Area 
Well, that's, yeah, the, I'm shocked that you mentioned that because, like, in a way, that was where my mind was going. Yeah, when the you minute you mentioned Bob Lazar, I was just like, shit, did they take him back to Area 51? Yeah. And then did they, you know, try to probe him and try to get some information off him? Because he's a tough guy, you know. Do you want, like, really good genetic specimen? Barney, Barney Hill as well looks, when you look at his photos, yeah, you know, he, he looks like a very good-looking, yeah. tough guy. Makes and me Betty's wonder beautiful. why Betty's we haven't been, well. why we have not been adopted, bro. You and me? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, because it makes no sense. If they're going after attractive people, they're just going after the wrong people. I'm pretty people. sure you're pretty attractive, bro. Yeah, exactly. We're really attractive. How the fuck are we not getting pro How do you know that you you might not get abducted while going home tonight? Well, I fucking hope so at this point. Otherwise, that's... that's uh, I'm, I'm using that against them if there's ever an attack. <laughs> I'll be like, you bastards, come here, take all these so-called good-looking guys... <laughs> And you leave Nat and myself out. Who do you think you are? <laughs> well, uh, talking about me, I'm 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 average, but you you you're oh, good looking. Bro, come on now, don't be so don't be so <laughs> modest. But anyway, so this is pretty much Travis's story. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, another story. Uh, I mean, this is another story that came out after Betty and Barney Hill's story in 1975 mm. when UFOs were were a big topic. Yeah. So that yeah, at this point they like they would have. Because I feel like that um, Betty and Barney story would have would have definitely coaxed a lot of people <clears throat> out of the comfort zones to start talking about See, them. See, that's that's the thing, bro. That's a good thing that you mentioned because for skeptics, it mm-hmm. would have been like this guy's wanting attention, mm. you know, or wanting to get rid of his criminal past or something. Yeah, you know, or play victim or to yeah. something. But I mean, to play victim with an alien story... Uh, Bro, you know? like, you'd have to come up with a pretty plausible freaking story. Correct. And um, to the skeptic, yes. Uh, to the believers, mm. it it's, it's, seems like uh, like what you said. You know, gives them an opportunity to say, oh, yeah, something like this happened to us as well. Yeah. And so let's come it out gives, and talk It gives about the it. people a voice, man. Like, it just takes one person. Like, if there's harassment in the workforce and no one's talking about it, like, hypothetically speaking, yeah. and this is just probably a piss-poor example, but if there's a lot of sexual harassment or any form of harassment in the workforce and everyone's receiving it but no one's saying anything, it doesn't change anything, right? Yeah. So it never gets aired out into your higher management. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you look at it, this is kind of sexual harassment, you know what I mean? They take him, these good-looking guys, they take him up, you know, try to probe his... Uh, probe him, not his, but probe, <laughs> probe, probe him, you know Jesus. what I mean, to, to get some information out of I'm him. I'm not sure what information they're searching for up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, so I mean, they're talking about these, I mean, it's easy to call them, call it bullshit. It's, yeah. it's easy yeah. to do that. Oh, right? 100%. It's very difficult to uh, comprehend the fact that this would have happened. Well, yeah. And I can understand people struggle with that. Yeah, but and and later during the now this is 1975, so it doesn't mm-hmm. look like Travis Walton was using Betty's and Barney's story because Betty and Barney is like a decade decade old story. This is yeah, 1960s, so, right? Yeah, 1960 and 1975, so 15 years difference. Yeah, and then you have Bob Lazar, who's to me one of the most credible stories of uh, UFO encounter. And that happens came out. like in the 80s. Yeah, because that happened, what, 85 as well, wasn't 89, it? 85, 89, yeah, oh, about that, that time. So 85 is when he was discovered, wasn't it? 80, about 85 to 89, that's when I think he was okay. working at um, uh, Area 51 S4. That's where he was working. 
But um, <clears throat> multiples so with, of five, bro. Hey, multiples of five. Could be, yeah. If you look at, but I don't think that that that's that accurate. Accurate the the time frame. The mm-hmm. but anyway. So to me, Travis's story. No, so what what do you think? In in terms of Travis's story, yeah. All right. I mean, like like you said, man. Like anybody could pick a fault with it. Um, personally, though, I mean, I'm not too sure what because like so. When when he gets captured and he's just like, I'm going to kick the shit out of these alien skunks for trying to touch me up. And starts bashing them and it's like, ah, I got to run away. There's too many. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get ganged. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But, <laughs> you know, and he takes off into this other room and then all of a sudden there's just like this flawless human standing there. Like, firstly, yeah. what the fuck? Like. That flawless human could be a wood elf, you know, like I could be like, that's a wood elf. Would you believe me? I wouldn't. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. But what if, what if, like, so back in the, this, back in, back in the sixties and seventies, right? People mm-hmm. called them loonies. Whenever yeah. people talk about aliens and stuff like they were believers, but they were a lot of skeptics too. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, uh, going to the moon and all that was big. Probably. Yeah, because like, we're you know, really Discovering planets. Yeah, discovering planets and, you know, getting NASA mm. up up there, you know, and, you know, doing their exploration, you know, space exploration and all that. So these stories were pretty much challenging the reality that people were going through at that time. Think about it. You know, of course, they're, they're, of course it would have. There's this, um, <clears throat> you know, NASA sending people up to the moon and, uh, you know, and the aliens are taking people up there with them. Yeah. And so if you have stories like that come up, you know, they are they really wanting attention or are they actually thinking, you know, dude, we are actually challenging what people are seeing with their eyes, like people scientifically proving that, you know, there's, there's the moon. Yeah, and but, but why? All right. So like the one thing I'm having trouble with is when he saw that that blemishless being it was a human figure it was human yeah it was human okay so they had human facial features and they were not wearing your uh, work uniforms they were wearing a dark blue vest because if that was the case he would have something to sell which he didn't (laughs) um maybe maybe he did i don't know um so yeah no so that's see so what i'm having problem figuring out or at least trying to make sense of the whole thing is like on an alien spaceship what is this human doing there that's the thing so when you talk about um so we're going off topic here right okay um we will we will touch base on this because you have spoken to me about this in the past mm-hmm. so the book of enoch the one oh, that we were gonna yep. yeah, do yep. right which we are still doing, by the way, guys. Are, Don't worry. That's going to be a book. lot of research. Not you know? big book. It's it's not even the research part of it. It's literally just deciphering and breaking it down and trying to like gain our own understanding of it. Like Nat's very good with that, but I'm a bit slow. Man's a bit. Dumb. I don't think you're slow. <clears throat> I think. But, um, but because yeah, you I do get very the, analytical. Yeah, because when you look at these stories, like 
you know these alien abductions or stuff mm. if you look at the anunnakis yes yes the, oh my the abductions, god yes you know that they take took in the book of enoch they said that these watchers yeah uh took away you know these were half bred uh, so they were like these angels right yeah who were rebelling against god or whatever and uh, they started taking women from earth and mm-hmm. started having kids with them yeah and these children were like giants yeah you know and they were like pretty much good looking you know if you think about it like an alien spiritually speaking like these mighty um you know perfect yeah but did they did did what's his face travis oh, walton travis yes yeah. how could i forget such a rugged name um did travis talk about like did he give more of a detailed description than they were handsome looking beings did he give more like was he like they were tall Yeah so according to him like they were like with a built epitome of perfection like, yeah, yeah like really good uh, body structure like skeletal mm-hmm. structural you know like like really good according to him like now he's a lumberjack like yeah. a tough guy himself right yeah, yeah. but when he's looking at these people now there, there's a lot of stories where people say yeah that's the first thing and even I said it you know that's the first thing that he's noticing is their skin when mm-hmm. you're being abducted that's the well but, yeah but think about it right if mm-hmm. you have been abducted in this crazy let's hypothetically speaking if you are abducted by an alien uh, life form i straight up be like it's a white dude i be <laughs> like i don't know how else to tell no, but you these guys i did very, not pay attention <laughs> but yeah but these guys were diff- like I'm when, too busy when you suddenly to live see live myself okay so let's say for example right yeah. you get abducted yeah So you're walking down the road, you're going home now, you see this aircraft, it shoots a beam of life, uh, light and it takes you up. Yep. Bye-bye, Josh. Now, yeah, and you see these um, grey figures with like your yellow jumpsuits, right? Mm. And suddenly you see Brad Pitt walking towards you. Brad Pitt's my high, bro. What would you say? I'd be like, what are you doing here, Brad? Brad Pitt look you don't know okay I think you're right <laughs> But let's say someone looking like like Brad Pitt looking guy right, like so, a perfect no, yeah, looking like guy. yeah no so you, let's go Jensen like, Ackles okay cuz okay. Jensen Ackles is the epitome of perfect okay to me anyway but uh, no there's actual uh, so, so you'd be like a bit wow. of a side topic yeah but yeah on a side note he, they they did a comparison so there's apparently a uh diagram that they have of what the perfect face is meant to look like correct like symmetrical yeah yeah jensen ackles has that okay so what so, if so what if you had someone like him suddenly come into the room you will know i mean i would notice looks i turn into the biggest woman and i'd be very confused yeah. i would be very confused yeah like all jokes aside i just be like what the fuck yeah you know like <laughs> so that's what he probably thought you know he yeah. saw these model looking like really good looking proper structural you know like attractive people yeah. you know and so when we talk about like yeah that's the first thing he noticed maybe that he noticed that because they were like really different looking like angelic looking people mm. maybe they are like these half bred <clears throat> between like you know who knows man what what's going on or could they potentially be the actual anunnakis because it is could be. like like I've done a bit of research on the Anunnaki themselves and some are saying they are like heavenly beings which yes because it's from beyond like our atmospheric knowledge yeah right at the time 
Um, but others are also saying they were aliens. The Anunnaki's were aliens. They were worshipped as gods. They were treated as such. And in turn, they helped people prosper. They helped bring humanity up. Mm. And so when like they uh, started creating yeah. the... Um, well, they, they had their hand in everything. So apparently the Anunnaki's used to... They, they, they help with the creation of um, the wheel and stuff like that. Dude, that's it. Yeah, so you the know? wheel and to how to use weapons. And, yeah, 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 create, craft weapons and stuff like that. Um, the use of metal, um, I think, was also a part of it. But they, they yeah. had a very big play in humanity, or so they say. Yeah. <clears throat> now, aliens have also been doing the same thing. Like, like if you notice, like, apparently recently there was like a ufo spaceship or some shit flying around and they say that it actually was monitoring to try and stop a war from happening yeah this is is it is this because of the russia ukraine yeah yeah okay so yeah so basically they're trying to stop like a war which i'm assuming would have been world war three um but yeah, so obviously if aliens do have a part to play in all this and the Anunnaki are like these incredibly highly intellectual beings, they would they would obviously have those, those kind features. of features. Yeah, yeah. And if they don't, then... I mean, they're, they're pure, they're like half-breds, you know, like... If they, they, I don't, I don't think if they're Anunnaki's themselves or if they're the Watchers themselves. But what if they are like the? So there's this particular concept of them living amongst us. Yeah. So there's, I think there's a book or a documentary called Living Amongst Us, right? And so they say that um, these people are uh, these half-bred people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, are living, walking, breathing amongst humans today. Yeah, that's the thing, though. They're half. They're not full. So a full Anunnaki could potentially be the most handsome thing we've ever seen or the most beautiful like being we've ever seen that we could comprehend. But also they say that <clears throat> if it's a being hypothetically from a fourth dimension, which is looking down on the third dimension and trying to interact with the third dimension, we wouldn't be able to generate a concept of them, right? And we would only be able to see them in a three-dimensional view, which would portray them as being handsome or beautiful or flawless. Because we are not used to seeing that. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Right. And another theory that I could, that, that, that I do have, um, just thinking about it is that aliens may have the technology to alter their physical appearance potentially for a short time to, to, to make it, like easier to approach humans or for humans to Correct. approach them. So that's also not to scare you. Anyway. Yeah. So if he's running around and there's like little green, <laughs> ugly bug eyed bastards, just like trying to like stick things into him. And he just like runs through this room and then they like turn around and they're like stoically looking into the wind, just giving you like that blue steel shit and the hairs <laughs> flapping in the wind. Don't know where the wind's coming from. <laughs> Then you know. Then you're more you're more susceptible to be like, that's that's got to be another human. Like I can trust. Correct. Person, so right? they so you, so you're bringing another concept in. It's like yeah. the lizard people. 
mm. you know and we might talk about this in the later podcasts mm. but um or later episodes you know yeah. but so do you think that it was easier for someone to take a human form and come in front of Travis so that he calms down he's like yeah you know hey dude well, calm the fuck down him. you know Look, we got we this dude's butch as shit like he's able yeah. to like just beat the shit out of aliens like imagine being like scrawny bodied and like bro you don't have a lot of self defense like <laughs> yeah yeah you know like uh, a slight gust of wind could take you from here to like fucking Correct. kentucky you know yeah. and if you if you have that i guess that the the lack of that physical ability to like fight off someone so tough and so so brutal with their strength especially a lumberjack yeah. you're going to want to be like hey hey calm down we can we we can communicate we can use words Yeah. Um we don't have to use words if you don't like talking we don't like talking but if you like talking we'll talk. Yeah. And like let's show you some things like this is what we need from you this is what we're trying to get from you or they'll be like come like they'll Correct. obviously direct him. Yeah, but see the so there's a bit of a detail in Travis Walton's story. Mm-hmm. The detail is that you know how I mentioned that there this particular man who walked towards him in the aircraft was mm-hmm. wearing a helmet. Yeah. When he took him to this warehouse. Mm-hmm. These three beings these two humans uh, these two male and one female they weren't wearing helmets mm. so my theory is that what if there are there are these people they are human mm-hmm. that cannot take the atmospheric change in a, in a space spacecraft right yep. so when they are on earth they can take the helmet off and it's like astro- astronomers yeah. you know you can yeah, yeah. you can't go to the moon and take your space so i don't know what is going to happen yeah, if they exactly. do but well, they no say because there's yeah because there's no oxygen in space as a vacuum your head could just go yeah. yeah it could just pop your head off yeah. yeah so um so what if there are these humans actually interacting or have actually uh, known the uh, crack the, you know the ability of interacting with the fourth kind mm mm-hmm. you know and then they are working hand in hand to know you know what you know what's going on you know let's study this dna or this dna mm-hmm. but again doesn't really add up to things like you said you know uh, it's it's um, you know like we were talking about this um uh, about this gray area you yeah. know spiritualism being like this very mm-hmm. great gray area yeah. people will believe it people won't yeah um so it i think this is a gray area way you know are humans interacting with the fourth kind is Or it is it vice versa because if you look at bob lazar's story mm-hmm. there he says that the the gods mm-hmm. the his supervisor and whoever working on in s4 everyone mm-hmm. knows that there's these aircrafts there yeah you know so humans are interacting with exotic material yeah or aircrafts yeah you know yeah. so is that interaction gone to is that interaction on another level that even bob didn't know because here's a question for you right mm-hmm. and i wanted to ask because the bob lazar story is what i did alone so my question to you is yep bob lazar says that the aircraft was they were doing a test flight yep and now his description of the aircraft was when he looked into the aircraft uh it looked like only a 4 feet tall guy will fit in it mm-hmm. now during the test flight a person or a army guy or whoever was on the ground radio communicating with someone in the aircraft and it was doing the maneuvers mm-hmm. okay now bob lazar doesn't know who was in the aircraft flying that thing did he are humans you know have they figured out how to 
run this thing or are there aliens present there do me a quick favor while while, while we're on okay. like while we're still recording just jump on uh google for me very very quickly just okay. open up a quick tab and what am i looking at um i'll tell you what to type in okay, so i'm looking up my, on my phone yeah do that so once you get onto google type yeah. in the average height of a jockey oh yeah like a yeah yeah okay um five feet seven still as tall as us bro oh, i'm five fuck seven, we're seven, short eight. bro yeah. okay no i expect oh, that wait a second be... uh jockey's typical stand round is four feet ten yeah okay so the so these things are even smaller fights. than jockeys yeah yeah okay so that's a bit that's a bit sketch I thought yeah. jockeys were like four feet so tall. So who knows? I mean, e- even not discriminating. <laughs> not discriminating <laughs> against. We are not tall ourselves. So. Yeah, we're really not. It's kind um, of depressing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try being, try being Justin's brother. Yeah. Sad. Your brothers are probably a Anunnaki, bro. I would uh, look honestly. He just needs to communicate with his people. Or maybe you got to ask your mom if she had an affair with a Anunnaki. Oh God! If that was the case, I'd be like, I want my birthday presents. I want all twenty-six of them right now. Like, <laughs> you're my stepdad. You should yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah, not fair enough. So this, so when Bob Lazar talks about this, it doesn't. Yeah. It he himself didn't know who was flying the aircraft. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I don't know how radio frequency. The first thing is that. Well, yeah, shit. The how did the radio frequency, frequency get into the aircraft? Because it was creating its own, yeah. uh, you know, like a well, yeah, force it would, field. It would, yeah, it would be warping space and time around it in order for it to, to, to levitate, like in order for it to maneuver, surely. Yeah. Because if this aircraft was flying the way it was flying, and as we said, the, the, the propulsion system on this thing, which we have openly discussed, yeah, um, is not something that we were easy able to replicate easily that's intense yeah so are we interacting with aliens there's a potential man yeah there could be there's always a potential for that when we go to the book of enoch and that's going to be a very big topic but yeah in that book enoch talks about the prophet enoch talks about a lot of things and you know the why the catholic church kept it separate from the bible because did you know that the prophet the prophet enoch is actually like four people Really? Yeah. So the, the the book of Enoch is actually derived from four different scriptures. Okay. Because yeah, I so know I've got the first books. Enoch with me. The book I have is called the first Enoch. I've bought I've bought the complete collection on Google Play. Oh, cool. So okay. I will see if I can. So maybe that that's oh, anyway. You so. know, but yeah. So so obviously, even in the first book itself, um, which I do believe is Enoch, I'm not too sure whether. As the scriptures were written, it's like a pseudonym, a pseudonyme. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just called the Book of Enoch. But apparently, there are four different, different scriptures, scriptures. Okay, which the text for the Book of Enoch is okay. derived from. So we will get to. I mean, we hmm. we should definitely do a show on that because yeah, it's, it's kind a, of interesting. It's very yeah. interesting, very interesting. But it but does talk about to, alien abductions. Yeah, that's the that's the key yeah, of the to show, come right? Back, yeah, to come back to the show. The key. Sorry, of, guys. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. So, uh, pretty much, it it is the, 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 and that's why I brought this up. Pretty much, and you you've told me about Anunnakis and you know mm-hmm. how how they used to take women up, um, you know, in impregnate impregnate them and you know have kids with them. Or, and or they come down to Earth and they would do the same thing yeah. down here, and hence how the giants are coming about and shit like that. Correct. To to go back to um, Mr. Lumberjack, 
Um, I'm I'm bad with names. Travis Walton. Yeah. Nat's, Nat's good with names. I am not. So I will just call you based on a descriptive feature of yours. Uh, <laughs> flannel. Yeah, flannel, flannel wearing guy. Flannel, that guy. Yeah. But yeah, so to come back to the topic of Travis and, you know, how believable his story Sorry. is. No, yeah. That was my mic. That was me headbutting my mic. Man's just getting amped. <laughs> I'm just getting excited, man. Yeah, we're just throwing a two-person mosh pit right now. I just want to meet right this now. fucking Travis Walton, man. Yeah, hey, Travis, Travis you if you're at? listening to me, call me on my number. You know, we can do like a live podcast. Bro, like hit us though, up. Though probably just 10 people listen to us. Yeah, like <laughs> if one of you 10 know Travis, bro, send him our way. Yeah, Let's so what were you saying? Sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're good. I do it all the time. Um... <laughs> No, so what I'm saying, like, coming back to his story and, you know, the, to, like, in terms of the credibility of his story and stuff, sure, there is, there is a possibility. Like, sure, there is a possibility that, like, it could be any one of those theories. It could be us either being able to interact with aliens as early as 1975, or it could be... He, he could have just gotten abducted and but it's, it's hard to say okay it's so very very hard to say my take on this is and we'll mm-hmm. go to the last story soon right um mm-hmm. my take on this is that uh, 1960s mm-hmm. 1970s 1980s bob lazar comes up so 1960s is the barney and betty mm-hmm. hill story then you have 1975 is Travis's story, the lumberjack yeah. guy. And then you have 1980s, which is Bob's story. That's my yeah. uncle. I love yeah, him. Bob, you know? yeah. So his Bob's story, right? Bob's also my uncle. Did you know that? Did you know? Bob. Well, yeah. Bob's I know your Rob's father. Your, <laughs> I know Rob's your uncle. Yeah, but, but this te- did, did you know that Bob is actually like... His name is Robert. Robert. Yeah. His name is... No, to, to me, his name actually yeah, is Robert, Robert Clive. Himself, yeah. No, is it? No, that's my father. Oh, bro, I thought you were talking about Bob Lazar. No, I'm no, talking, no. yeah. No, no, Robert, Bob, yeah, Bob Lazar's story is Robert Lazar. His yeah. name is Robert, yeah. so yeah, you're right. So yeah, we both have an uncle named Bob. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, 1960s, Barney and Betty. Mm-hmm. 1970s, Travis Walton. 1980s is Bob Lazar. Yeah. And then 2004 is uh, the USS Nimitz. Oh, so that's how long ago that was. Yeah, My 2004. God. And then 2017, apparently there's another video oh, that is still it. under investigation with a UAP investigation. You know what UAP is? So now they don't call it UFO anymore. So it's officially called UAP, uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. And so Ugh. Pentagon, <laughs> Pentagon did come up with them. Uh, no, so Pentagon right pentagon yeah pentagon did come up with a official report that they have a uap investigative team okay so they're investigating this particular video that is still in investigation bro and this is an actual ufo sighting on a on a uh, navy ship like how how close are we talking are we talking like probably the distance oh let's say about yeah, pretty feet? close. Pretty close. I mean, still feet, to be spotted feet. on radar. Um, so apparently there's this spherical object that does, mm. does these rolls and then just pops into the water. Yep. So they've got this video. It's not going to be public yet. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've spoken about this in my USS Nimitz, the previous episode. So you guys do check it out. But anyway, so I do believe that in the sequence of what this happened, so 1960s, Aliens are, or whatever beings are, curious about humans. So they're 
taking people probing them dna mm-hmm. blah 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 whatever 1970s yep. they take this guy up now he sees a humanoid figure yeah human looking guy yeah 1980s bob lazar goes and works with humans on a terrestrial aircraft extraterrestrial yep. aircraft yep 2004 now these things are actually hovering on waters yeah do you see the 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 sphere the sphere the tic tac video uh, seen the tic tac video i've seen the one of a sphere i think you were showing the me this one yeah where the, it was just like this ball that was moving across the Antarctic. oh yeah that's that's a different one as well yeah so do you see a pattern with aliens abducting people first getting their dna probes or whatever skin scrapings yeah. then 75 you have human looking fig- figures bro and what? then you have 80s you have like this f- this wobblers yeah. are working with the humans on a text extraterrestrial oh, oh, yeah. and the then in 2000s you have these pentagon re- pentagon <laughs> pentagon pentagon release of no, videos but pentagon is correct is it pentagon because, oh, pentagon yeah. Pentagon. It's the Pentagon. Pentagon. It's, a, it's a Pentagon. It's oh, like okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. so you've been saying it correct. Correct. Maybe. Yeah. 50-50. Indian accent comes in the way sometimes. It's a tickle. It's a, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm not racist. Uh, <laughs> I love the accent. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah. Could you, you imagine? Yeah. Like, okay. Hypothetically collective, uh, like based on what you have told me, right? Yeah. There is a possibility that the reason all these probings and um all, all these experiments and you you know the, the the beaming up and all that shit like taking them taking these people to experiment on them do you think it could be to somehow maybe mimic our dna to a degree where they can use it to cloak themselves do you i think so too yeah I think so because you you're seeing these these this pattern of first being gray people or these you know exactly distorted people exactly then to coming having a humanoid figure in between yeah. them and then to having bobblers are working on this particular oh, aircraft, on an and having 2000s so by 2025 who knows what's going to happen probably we'll be uh, bro like our neighbor could be like from planet you know Uranus yeah. uh, Uranus yeah, you know I hope they're not from my anus that would be a bad time <laughs> <laughs> but and I hope yeah. my my neighbor doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh yeah, he better not. Otherwise we're screwed. We're getting probed. And he's a little <laughs> jack bro. He'll fucking cut me. Oh no, we're going <laughs> to die. Not, no, he's not. But um shit. so anyway, let's let's go to the last story. Um so this yep. story is about a lady named Linda. Okay? I'm probably going to butcher her last name, so I won't say it. Well, let me try. Okay. What's her name? Linda Napoliano. Okay, November and nail. Mama. Yeah. So November 30th, 1989. This mm-hmm. lady sleeping in bed with her husband. Surprise. So around the same time Bob Lazar was there working on the aircraft. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. About 1989. Yeah. So uh, this obviously Linda's uh, sleeping in bed with her husband, which mm-hmm. is a very very rare occurrence, right? So it's Apparently rare. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's not, it doesn't happen. It, no. rarely, it rarely happens. Oh Jesus, I think I just rather stay single. Yeah. So so uh she's sleeping with her husband and suddenly what happens at 3:15 there's this beam of light that uh, is outside her window and now she's in an apartment like about four stories or something high. Mm-hmm. So what happens is she has these figures come into the room and she can't move. You know have you heard of sleep paralysis? Oh yeah, 100%. We like got to do another show on that, bro. That's oh, amazing. Yes, buddy. Oh. Yeah. You're touching me in the right spots right now. Oof. Are you an alien? Oof. maybe oh maybe yes daddy 
Maybe. Uh, guys, this is getting really gay. Carry on. <laughs> and it's getting late. I think we're just uh, running on low sleep. Oh, yeah. When are we yeah. not? But it's, it's awesome. So, these particular beings come in and she can't move. She's open eyes. Mm-hmm. She can't move. And they, they, for some reason, in some telekinetic language or something, they tell her to keep quiet. So, she obeys them. Mm-hmm. And so, they take her, levitate her outside the, the apartment, make a sit in this aircraft and take her away. Mm-hmm. Now, the husband doesn't know what happened. That's fine dining, bro. Hey. That's being one and done, bro. Imagine yeah, if yeah, you yeah. pull up to a girl's house and... She's just like, what are you doing here? And you're like, be quiet. But you're able to levitate her. <laughs> Bro, I'd be like, I'd be giving it up that night. Yeah. I'd be like, taking my pants off while I'm levitating, bro. Like, <laughs> shit. That's kind of dope. Like, yeah, Spider-Man's my boyfriend. Do you, yeah, you know do you want to yeah. come into a car? Fuck no, I'm <laughs> levitating there. What are you talking yeah. about? Now, so so what happens is, when they're taking this uh, this aircraft, so now mm-hmm. she's gone a couple of hours, the husband doesn't notice she's yeah. back at 5 o'clock in the morning. Shh. How so, do you not notice? Just like any good husband, bro. Oh, yeah. No, just don't pay any... Why would you? Do, do, do they? I yeah, when my girl was sleeping over, if she, like, even so much as moved her hair, I would wake up. I'd okay. be like, hey, what's wrong? And she'd Maybe be like, it'll you change sorry. once you get married, bro. Probably. Yeah. At that point, I wouldn't because care. Because once you get married, you, you have no clue what's going on. I just hope she's deaf because yeah. I snore like a freaking truck. <laughs> Like so, really so the husband doesn't know, notice, right? So she's, mm-hmm. she comes back to, you know, and, and then she doesn't know what's going on. And uh, she goes to the doctor. The doctor takes an MRI scan, like a scan of her of hmm. brain and okay. her head, right? Of her skull. So what, what caused the MRI scan? To because be she started completed? having these migraines, like extreme oh, headaches. Oh, okay. And so when they looked at her scan, you can see like a, like a metal object in, in her skull. And apparently there's no, like... Looks like it was put through her nostrils up up there. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. No, really. I mean, through the Bro. COVID testing that you've been through, I'm pretty sure you used to stuff going oh, up. Oh yeah, your nose look, I'm not gonna lie. I've lost my nasal virginity. Yeah, like big time. Yeah, because of the COVID thing, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's probably that. they were doing the COVID COVID yeah, swabs just, back yeah, then. Back you know? in '89. So they put this. So when they saw this, uh, that was really bad dad joke. But <laughs> I anyway. <love> <laughs> So they saw this particular uh, image of like a metal thing in her skull. And mm-hmm. so uh, after a few days, it was gone. It just disappeared. Okay. What? Now, yeah. So this story came out. This lady came up with the story and, the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Now what happens is, if it was just her saying the story, it was different, right? Yeah. Now there was apparently a police officer who was parked under a bridge that's close to that apartment. Mm-hmm. This police officer at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning looks up and he sees this blue beam of light. And this aircraft just zipped through the sky. So, he, And he apparently, I don't know if, if this is true and I should have done my research on this. But um, he apparently saw this particular levitating thing action happening into the aircraft and then this thing zipping over. Shit. Yeah. And so there's two credible sources. Mm-hmm. None of them are related to each other. Yeah, the only thing that's related is the Linda, who mm-hmm. went through the experience. Then the person who did her MRI is a sister-in-law, I think. Okay. So yeah, but again, like you know, we have family who are you know doctors and stuff, and so we go to them. So yeah, did she feel comfortable so. just going to them, or was yeah. it just like a? Uh, also, like it's a, family. Like you're probably more than likely going to be able to get seen quicker if you're just like, hey, that person's my family member. Correct. You know, or, or even as a family member, you could be like, oh, dude, you're just here for this. Come in quickly. You know, like, yeah. 
It makes so, sense. Yeah. So, or else, you know, the first thing that came to my mind when I heard that was like, oh, so this is like a family hoax mm. together. You know, they're yeah. just bringing, you know, people makes from sense. the same family and trying to, you know, create these fake um, MRI scans or whatever. But anyway, so, um, uh, so Linda's story is another story of alien abduction back in 89 and exactly mm-hmm. when, you know, Bob Lazar would have been going through his, you know, so alien abductions have been still happening throughout these decades, you know, like from 60s, 70s, 80s, you know. Like, yeah, if they, if they started in the 1960s, there's no way they're stopping. Yeah. To be honest. Now, in, but, so... Mm. What do you think after listening to these three stories? Now I know that there's just these stories I haven't given you any uh, proof behind it because there's technically no proof of these things happening other than I think Travis I'm I'm not too sure but uh, oh so with Travis the way he went out and he felt disoriented is because the final moment that he remembers is that these beautiful looking beings put a mask on his face like an oxygen mask mm-hmm. or maybe probably like it's anesthesiologist yeah. shit and so they put th- this mask and then he just l- uh, fell unconscious and then mm-hmm. he woke up on the same road uh, or pretty much close to the the spot that he they left him or they took him rather bro imagine having that much precision and like dropping a body off just being like about uh, two and a half centimeters to the left yeah like imagine that yeah yeah, so I don't think like because it looks like uh, you know these things that are flying know their locations and they are these. Dude, yeah, that's they they move with such precision. Yeah, you know, and they kind of want to, especially if they're like prodding and probing around in like a human body because we're like delicate flowers. So a lot of uh, t- uh, uh, reports that I've heard of people suddenly noticing like these metal things in their legs, and I'm pretty sure it's Travis. I'll, I'll do the research and I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll tell you and I'll tell the tell my the listeners as well yep. that apparently I think it was Travis who found this metal thing in his leg, mm-hmm. like this weird metal thing in his leg. I'm pretty sure it was him or, or Barney, but one of them had this particular. So this <clears throat> a lot of people who have claimed to have gone through the abduction thingy have had these metal things in them or you know like a like so like leftover uh, or like, like a probe like, like a fucking material? tracker you yeah. know yeah who knows Ooh, that's it. that that was another thing i was gonna say it could have been a tracker yeah maybe they were just like monitoring them for like what five six days for a week or something so what does this remind you of so okay so a ufo mm-hmm. if it wants to can land in front of our parliament house in Perth, right? Yeah. If it ha- if it wants to. Yeah, just pull up. Yeah, but the reason why they do they don't do that is a very good um, listen that I you know that I was listening to a, a good um, podcast or I think it was a video or something, and they said that think about it, these things are like how we are with wild animals. So we put a tracker on them and we just quietly look at them. Observe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just observing uh, lions and tigers. We don't go and jump in between them and, you know, have a meal with Bro, them. Bro, how interesting are these people's lives that they're just like, let's observe how they operate. And Yeah, and, and, and I mean, think about it, you know, the things that you know about uh, uh, animals is mm-hmm. all because of observing these animals, putting trackers in them, um, knowing pride of an- uh, lions, you know, how mm-hmm. far they walk, you know, yeah, uh, exactly. putting trackers on sharks, you yeah. know, in in, we've got a lot of sharks mm-hmm. here in Australia but you know to know the behavior and they're not just tracking their moments bro yeah. in today's time we as humans are tracking 
a lesser intelligent i mean i'm not saying that animals are lesser intelligent beings but compared to humans they're, yes they're less complex in their thoughts then the, and exactly and so if we being the higher intelligent being are probing yeah. these and we're technically probing probing them yeah, right putting kind of our, yeah we're kind of tracking like sticking around so we're basically aliens to them to them exactly but the and we're observing is, them yeah, so what we, if we're not very subtle <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> At least aliens are just like... We'll be getting there. I'm pretty sure we're getting there because uh, tracking is becoming complex. So what are this... So there's two things, right? Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this. So do you think that a higher intelligent being, like the Anunnaki's, are tracking us? I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Well, yeah, based on what I've read about the Anunnaki's, they... Well, I think... It was a matter of no longer being worshipped in the position that they once were, which is why all this bash is happening to us, is what some are saying. Yeah. Um, or it could it could genuinely be, because I was reading an article that says that we were created. I've read multiple articles on, like, one, the, like the Milky Way being a created galaxy for extraterrestrial beings to mess around and play with and figure exactly. out. Or, I also read this other article that states that we, a complex, like, something derived from a very complex microorganism that's able to mutate and go through the stages of mitosis and meiosis and shit like that, we were created from that cell by aliens to see i think the way the way they worded it was to see how life evolved evolves okay right? so yep. that's a possibility bro like 100 that's a possibility we do it we do it yeah so where do you get the inspiration here? of tracking a lesser intelligent <sighs> animal do we learn these things because the Anunnaki's taught us to do so? They taught us their weapons. You know how you said that uh, there were these UFOs spotted over uh, like Russia or Ukraine when this thing, mm. things were happening. And um, so they are in a position where they're like, shit, we've taught these humans way too much. Well, I think it's beyond that. So I don't think it's them going, we've taught the humans too much. I think it's like humans have gotten to the stage where all we want is power and they say some alien beings are observing us because they don't want what happened to their planet to happen to ours um which is why they are watching waiting for a time to step in if things go south yeah so essentially they're like guarding us it's like <clears throat> it's like watching a species eradicate itself Right, so say the Tasmanian devil, tiger, yeah. whatever. Um, either one. Shit, pick any any, so the, any animal. Wait a second, is the Tasmanian devil extinct now? I think so. Devil or the tiger? I think it's the tiger that's extinct. Okay. All right, but I'm just saying, like, even even if you were to pick, like, a, the, uh, give me an example here. Goldfish. Okay. All right, now say... We have no freaking clue what goldfish are doing because we we just like look at them and they're like, oh my god, they're so pretty. But what if they're just like in freaking combat all the time? They're just like, man, don't go to that school over there. They'll tear your head off. And this dude's like, this goldfish. It's just like, bitch, please. 
I'll tear all of them. And they go there. He dies. Boom. That starts a war. Yeah. Like between the goldfish community. And we as people of a higher intelligence slowly start to notice that that's, oh, that's, that's okay. an issue. Yeah. Um, Let's put a glass and separate ah, that. Ah, so you're controlling the problem. Yeah. So okay. you're preventing you're preventing it from escalating to a point of extinction. So right? as humans, we are we are just doing something stupid. Oh shit! Whether yeah. whether higher power like oh, what the fuck are they doing? You yeah. Know, like yeah, exactly. They are like these two communities of ants. Exactly. You know, and they're trying to invade each other's exactly. ant hills. You know what I mean? And and what's going to happen is that they're just going to wipe each other out. Yeah. Or, you know? or, or yeah, exactly. Like fuck everything for everyone. Yeah, they're just like there's no winner in this. Fuck them ants on the, that side, and the, those ants are like no fuck the ants on that side, and so all the ants are just like let's kill each other, and say ants had access to nuclear weapons that could eradicate all the ant species. Yeah. And both these ants, both ant species, had it. And they just start throwing nukes at each other. Yeah. All the ants are gone. Absolutely. So it's pretty... So the higher being... And, and this is what happened. Because there was this particular... Did I did I talk to you about this about this particular launch, um, nuclear launch site, right? And so they had this particular UFO come in. Okay, mm-hmm. And they noticed, everyone noticed, whoever, whoever was working in that facility, mm-hmm. noticed that these UFO, this UFO suddenly appeared. Short yep. beam of light. On the fucking nuclear uh, missile, right? And disarmed it. And it disarmed it. Yeah. You know, and... um, Well, yeah, exactly. Think about that. I mean, that that missile could have done a lot of damage. So why human probing, though? Why do do they want specimens when they've created us? Maybe they've created the... So they've created the complex microorganism to make up our DNA. And okay. over billions of years of like observing, say, dinosaurs came about, they saw shit coming out of the water, and they were like, oh, so that little thing came out of the water now. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's note that down. And then 650 million years later, here we are, or however long. So the Big Bang was created to, to you, because I'm a, I'm a believer in creation, mm-hmm. God's creation. You're a believer in... Both. In both. Yeah. Like, Pick a side. Like, there is a fine line between science and religion, and I am religious. I, w- I wouldn't say I'm... Okay, so I'm not religious to the core. I'm not like, hey, everybody, listen to the word of God. But I'm also like, give me proof. Yeah. Give me proof, but Why also not? like, hey, if you want, I'll pray for you in church. Hope your knee gets better. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, like, I know. So, when you talk about... uh, So... These particular beings are abducting people mm-hmm. to get uh, information of how they're evolving and yeah, how so they've how come the, about. How the, yeah, so yeah. they're basically trying to get an understanding of how the DNA operates, what makes the skin cells, the skin cells, all that sort of shit. Maybe they have that technology to literally break down your DNA yeah. to the point where they can discover how to create or how to replicate skin cells or humanistic skin cells to live among us, to yeah. observe us Correct. close up. And so in today's time, you don't hear, really hear about abductions because they've probably mastered the, the yeah. idea of uh, creating humans, right? Oh, yeah, obviously, because like they are so technologically advanced Yeah. that I'm pretty sure they would have been able to crack it by now. Correct, okay. Well, like Humans putting on a gorilla suit and going into the jungle and just yeah. like beating their chest about and running around like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and and the gorilla's just like, what the fuck is he trying to dance for? Yeah, 
Like, man's yeah. dyslexic. Like, someone get him yeah. some help. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, yeah. fair enough. Um, so, pretty much it, man. Like, uh, I think, uh, you know, these stories um, have come up uh, in, in, in pop culture, in, mm. you know, songs and movies and, Definitely, you know, man. stuff they've, like they've that. made a very big impact in all of them. Absolutely. You know, and that's provided us a lot of entertainment. But on top of that, like... There is there is a possibility that they're true. Absolutely, there's a po- to me, Josh. What I think is there's a possibility to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. You know, um, nothing's impossible. Yeah. With the things that you've seen today's time, you know, with government releasing videos of saying that there are exotic material. Yeah. You know, there are scientists coming out and saying that we are in possession of ex- exotic material. Yeah. You know, what is that exotic material? Is it a piece of an aircraft, you know? And um, so these things does play a big role in today's technology. Are we, have we created mobile phones or are we creating these fighter planes with extreme, like, you know, breaking the barrier of sound, you know, um, aircraft that don't come under, you know, cannot be detected in, in, in a radar system. Are we getting all these things because we have possession of you know these uh, these elements from, are we trying uh, from to mimic the them? other world yeah potential yeah. like think about it like I think we're running low on one particular freaking supply I think it's the supply of helium it okay. doesn't have a lot of it mm-hmm. you know so it's it's obviously gonna have to start being farmed they gotta stop using that in fucking balloons for fucking birthdays bro yeah they do but I also <laughs> do like sucking the gas and just being like yeah. hey my name is Joy <laughs> like you know Fair so enough. It's it's good fun and um but yeah so so who knows man like who who honestly knows yeah you know like they could be living amongst us they could be listening to this podcast they could not exist at all um and you, you have Emma, uh, men in black uh, come up to your door tonight and be like you guys need to take the podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm surprised FBI ain't do you know what us. I think if the if the men in black come here and they be like you know what we'll make you um, become a little big on Spotify, you know, uh, you know because we need these people to give us some ratings. So yeah. do you have something we to don't. say to our listeners? Uh, oh, yeah. Please like This is sponsored subs- by? Men in Black. <laughs> black Men in... The Late Night, the oh, late the, night Show oh, yes. is sponsored. The Late Night Show is now sponsored by Up Late with Nate. Am I close? Up Late with Nate. What am I doing? Oh, I'm setting up a sponsor gig. Okay. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Pepsi Max and Coffee Beans. Because the That's we the thing that we're we, living off right now. There's literally all the and energy. And there's a lawsuit coming your way, bro. Yeah, no, that's fine. Hi, Pepsi. Love you. Bye. Um, <laughs> no, and this, also this some... See, What's the thing is that the, the video is clear. Um, video, the, this podcast is not sponsored. So we do... Uh, no, we we're will, broke as shit. Well, I am. I don't think we will anytime soon. But we, we what we, what will help is if people like listening to us. You know, yeah. If they can give us a five-star rating, give us a review. You know, shit, it's, yeah. it's no pressure, bro. If they don't want yeah, exactly. to do it, as long as you listen to us. But it'll help. Yeah, tell, tell us... Tell us what's going to get you engaged. That's what I want to know. What's going to get you engaged? So I looked at uh, our analytics, right, on mm. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and they're, they're, it's pretty good. So uh, I wouldn't mention numbers, but the people who listen to it, who start the podcast, actually finish it. At least 
I think it's about 70% people finish the podcast, right? And that's really important because people yeah. are busy. They, they don't have time like we do, you know, yeah. listening to a one and a half hour podcast, but yeah. um, they are finishing. So we're getting good engagement where listeners are concerned, but we would love it if someone actually starts giving us some ratings. Yeah, start send, send, give us ratings, send us emails, like please communicate with us. Yeah. We're literally stuck in this mayday, room and we communicate with each other. Yeah, yeah we, we, we literally communicate yeah. with each other, but we want to reach out to y'all as well and yeah. you know get 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 you guys on board and you know listen to your ideas, your stories, um anything anything at all, please just so we're not alone. So we don't feel like we're just talking to ourselves at this yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's it's fun making these podcasts and and touching base it. on these topics and to conclude the you know the the show for tonight mm-hmm. i think anything is possible you know keep your eyes um you know eyes towards the sky you never know you know what you're going to see and definitely definitely keep your mind open yeah absolutely. definitely keep your mind open because that'll help yeah are you also going to drop the news um yeah so uh one of our listeners did suggest a name for the podcast because i think the late night show and my mom i was speaking to my mom the other day and mm-hmm. she said the late night show seems like someone's it's like a dead man's show because the late night no. you know so uh, i'm like well we are all, <laughs> wow we are all your dead mom's anyway. dark yo yeah, i love her but jesus christ yeah, <laughs> and so she's like you know so um one of our listeners chris shout out to chris yeah. what a boy So Chris is a, a very good friend of Josh and yeah. he also listens to the podcast and he suggested a name uh, that is um up late with Nate. Yes. And Josh whenever Josh is available. Yeah. So um I will try to make some changes because it's a it's a big big thing to make the change to yes. up late with Nate. But I'm also going to throw it out there if people listen to us right suggest some name, names for the show yeah shit yeah you know and let's see because i'm i'm pretty keen on up late with nate it sounds yeah. better than the late it's, night it's, show it's a vibe yo yeah vibe. um so yeah that's pretty much it man yeah. uh, it's uh, lovely talking to you like always josh Likewise, um, man i've please. enjoyed this absolutely how long have we been talking for uh 1 127 bro no wonder my jawline's coming out <laughs> yeah man <laughs> shit absolutely But uh, it's been fun. Um, been you know, keep your eyes towards the sky. Things may happen. You know, you may see something. Send us an email on the late night show at gmail dot com. Uh, when the name change happens for the podcast, obviously it's it's a bit of a process. So I mean, yeah. do let us know that if you still like me to keep the late night na- show. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure, yeah. If you guys that. are vibing with that, that's great too. Like, Perfect. but we just have. You know, everything about this is all just trial and error and with the amount of content that we're hoping to create and wanting to create and looking to create, it's just like there's so much going on that we're just like, let's find a name. All right, let's pick it and just, just deal pick, with that later. Just start, yeah. Yeah, you know, let's get let's just get the ball rolling rather than perfect rather than just keeping it in the then trying the yeah, room, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and spending like hours just to like find the right name. Yeah. But uh it's been good Josh and thank Likewise. you again uh, for tuning in. I uh, we will Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah, no worries. Uh, it's a pleasure pleasure. mine and um we um, hope to see you on the next one Josh and uh, hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show. Um yeah. Till we see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. <laughs> and uh what do we say in the alien language? The bye-bye. Bleep. Oh, bleep blob. Bleep blob. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs>
Alrighty, um, guys. I'm a bit rough on my alien. <laughs> guiles? Okay, okay, guys and girls. Guiles. That's a good the one. Guiles. Like, guys and girls. Those sound like weird fish things. Yeah. No, guys and girls. Guys and girls. <laughs> Take care and see Lads, you on the next one. Catch up. <laughs> Smoke break. Yep. <laughs>